Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Pardon me, but it is the most incredible, awesome, pardon me, podcast in the history of, pardon me, podcasting. Speaking of which, oh, pardon me, I almost forgot to introduce my one and only co-host. Pardon me, but he is the greatest co-host in the history of podcasting. Pardon me, but it's Mr. Everett Farnell. You know, Steve, I want to let our listeners know who may have missed the occasional podcast. Maybe they're not quite caught up. I just want them to know that we forgive them and that we give them a pass, their pardon for any past transgressions. It's as if it never happened. Just make sure you keep up from now on, that's all. The past is totally wiped clean as if it never happened. There is not even, we were keeping records of every listener and what episodes they listened to and all the episodes they missed. We have wiped the slate clean and just wiped it out for all of them. Fresh start. Exactly. Because that's the way it should be. Why should anything bad you've done in the past ever be held against you? That's exactly what my point is, is that we've just got to let bygones be bygones and appreciate that the world is a forgiving place. And just let everybody, just once they acknowledge their problem, then we can just forget about it and let it go. And You're right. And this them, is a nation of second part. chances. And we give everybody a second chance, and we say we are forgiven, and the slate is wiped clean. So, dear listener, even if you haven't listened to every single one of the 113 or 14 episodes we've done, you are forgiven. Slate is wiped clean, and just be good from now on. Just be good from now on. And the reason, of course, we want to make sure that if we have to forgive somebody, you know, like a friend or something for not listening, then we don't want the listeners who are not, who we don't know, we don't want them going crazy. So we're just going to go ahead and forgive everybody up till now. Well, now you are hitting on, as if we haven't hinted enough, the topic of this week's Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast is all about Trump has started in on a pardoning extravaganza that is just the tip of the iceberg that he's starting to pardon this guy or that guy or thinking about this and it gets into the news he's thinking about, he maybe he's thinking about. And it's not because, dear listener, not that I've been inside the White House under the desk listening, but have a pretty good insight that the reason Trump is doing this is he doesn't really care about all the minor people he's pardoning. He's As with everything, Trump's always playing chess. He's always 17 moves ahead of everybody else. And he's doing this to soften the beachhead, to get people in the mood of, to get people in the mind of realizing Trump is a pardoning machine. He just pardons everybody because there's coming a time very soon where the Mueller investigation is going to complete and he's going to come out with recommending this and that and this and that, or he's trying to get people to flip. And Trump is sending a message. You don't have to worry about flipping because you're not going away no matter what you're guilty of. Nothing's happening because I am a pardoning machine or haven't you been paying attention recently. I'm going to pardon everybody, and I don't know what the Constitution says, but if a president can pardon himself, then Trump is going to become the first president ever to do that. He'll do that, too. 
And of course, he does that in advance. He does that to send a message. He also does that so that when he does part the people who are associated with him and people start to go crazy, then the answer is, well, why didn't you go crazy when I commuted Blagovich's sentence? And exactly. So why for instance, you like you got uh, Martha Stewart went to prison for a year for lying to the FBI. Exactly. Even though the charge was something about the insider stock trading, that's not what she was found guilty of. She just lied to the FBI. Well, so did Trump's general who was in charge of foreign security something or other, Flynn. That's what he was pled guilty to, lying to the FBI. Even though the FBI people have said, I didn't think he was lying. But they went to him and said, look, we're going to charge you with it. And if you are found guilty, you're going away for 25 years. So you might as well plead guilty to something you didn't do and only go for a year. Now, Trump is sending him a message loud and clear, if you ask me. You are doing one day of time, I'm going to pardon you. Look, I'm pardoning useless nobodies. I'm certainly going to pardon my closest cohorts who helped me get elected. Exactly. Exactly. And he's pardoning people on the other side of the aisle. He's pardoning conservatives. Well, that's why. Yeah, right. That's why I got off on a, got myself all discombobulated. But if everyone doesn't get up in arms about him pardoning, commuting the sentence, whatever it's technically called, a Martha Stewart for lying to the FBI, then when he pardons Flynn and all the anti-Trump media, which is everyone, and all the anti-Trumpers get up in arms, he can legitimately say, where were you when I pardoned Martha Stewart for the same exact crime? So now right. it's not about the crime, obviously. It's about the politics. The person. And if that's what they want to paint themselves as, that's a bad idea. But I suppose they can do that. So what this is, Steve, is this is managing expectations, right? So that's right. exactly what he's doing. So business owners, just by giving a little bit of thought in advance, to manage expectations of what is happening in their world. Manage expectations with employees, manage expectations with vendors. And especially what we're talking about, especially around change, with especially around a major decision or a major change, so you think about Trump. If the first pardon ever did by Trump was of his closest, his, his Paul Manafort, his, his campaign manager, one of the sleaziest human beings ever. I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast. At the time of the hiring, he was hired because he's sleazy. He was hired because at the time, Trump was about to head into a convention of Republicans who were completely anti-Trump and were going to do anything to switch the delegates and do this and not confirm his nomination and all that. And he got rid of his starting campaign managers, Corey Lewandowski, and he got this seasoned swamp creature, Paul Manafort, who knew everybody and went around before the convention and said, look, you're going to vote for Trump. I don't want to hear about any of this switching, whatever. That's why he was hired because he's a sleazy swamp creature. And then immediately after the convention, you're gone. I don't need you anymore. And he brought in the next pair that brought him into the election victory. So everyone knows this guy's sleazy. Everyone knows the guy's guilty of, I'm sure, seven bazillion crimes. And yet Trump is going to pardon him. Exactly. Well, he's gonna pardon do you him. want that to be the first pardon? Oh, of course you not. know, big news. Trump's first pardon ever is the sleaziest criminal ever to live in Washington. <laughs> We're just saying a lot. But it's one of the sleazier guys there is. Like, no, you want the first one to be, oh, this celebrity, this author, this TV show person, this whatever. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, people are, well, politician. When you talk about Rob Logoyevich, you know, I lived in Chicago 15 years. This guy is a Democrat governor of Illinois. Exactly. So when a Republican uh, pardons the Democrat governor of Illinois, 
He's not certainly not going to win Illinois. He's not looking to win the electoral vote of Illinois. That's no chance. He's not going to get anything, become a, a hero in, in inner city Chicago where Republicans don't even run for city councilmen. They don't bother running. It's all Democrats, all a Democrat machine. And this was a Democrat governor. But you're right, by reaching across the aisle and pardoning him, he's also sending out the test. Now all the liberal Democrats, they better be up in arms about this pardon, right. which yeah. they're not going to be. Exactly. And Trump is prepared that if they are, he's still going to have another move. But it's not likely that all the Democrats are going to come out and go, how dare you pardon the Democrat ex-governor of Illinois who really didn't do much. All he really did is he's a wheeler-dealer politician, and you caught him being a wheeler-dealer. Exactly. Gave a few contracts to his brother and all this kind of wheelie. That's what they all do. But if the Democrats, I can't even imagine the Democrats coming out and condemning their fellow Democrat and saying you shouldn't have pardoned him, let him rot in prison. But if they don't do that, they're going to be in trouble when Trump pardons all his own criminal cronies that are Republicans. He's going to be able to say, where were you? Right. So then what do business owners do then? So, I mean, how does, how does this affect business owners? I, I think it Well, you're, you just said it lives. exactly. You're talking about managing expectations. So anytime yeah. you're going to make a change, maybe you're going to uh, raise prices, maybe you're going to fire somebody, maybe you're going to just change a system around the office of how things are done. Maybe you're going to change suppliers. Any kind of change... Human beings don't like change. So you want to manage those expectations, not do the, the biggest change you're going to do is not the first one you do. First, you do a series of small changes that kind of fly under the radar. Nobody complains. Everyone also gets in the habit of, hey, Everett's crazy here. He's just changing a lot of things. So when you finally do change the main thing, they kind of expected it. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, who doesn't expect, after all this, for Trump to pardon everyone Mueller's going to come down against? Including, by the way, is it possible? I don't know if the Constitution allows the president to pardon himself, but if it does, you're going to have the first president ever to pardon himself. To pardon himself. I, I'm not sure whether it's possible or not. I do know, as, as I understand it, the prosecutors are, are not allowed. Uh, there's, there's some prohibition against prosecuting the president. Right. Uh, and that's I what impeachment know, is. I don't know. The exactly. No, I know that much. That's what impeachment is. You, although you can once he's out of office. But while a president is in office, impeachment is the response to crimes, not indictment. Right. Right. Exactly. So what these guys do is what would happen if he wanted to be pardoned. What most of them do is they leave the office and, uh, you know, they resign. And then the, the vice president, then as one of their first acts, Pardoned. Well, yeah, we saw that. Gerald Ford yeah. pardoned Richard yeah. Nixon. Exactly. So Trump would have said, to I, step down before Trump. the election, and Mike Pence would pardon him. Yeah, I, I don't see Trump stepping down. Well, I don't either. I don't think anyone does, but that's why I said if, if the president can pardon himself, he'll do that. He will. Anything you're not so, supposed to do, Trump will do just to upset the establishment. Just to piss people off. Yeah, and, and which is another point. If anyone has pissed more people off in the history of mankind or gotten more backlash for nothing, I mean, anything he does, anything he doesn't even do, he gets backlash for, right? right. Like a week ago or something, or Zan Barr puts out a racist tweet Trump gets blamed for. Yeah, oh, well, in Trump's world, I guess that's okay. What? What? Since when? What? Was Trump sitting there, like right by her at the kitchen table going, hey, type this out, this racist, stupid tweet? Do that? Come on now. But Trump gets blamed for everything, so Trump is...
is really good. If there was anyone in the history of mankind who's really good at managing backlash, it's mm-hmm. Trump. And so Trump says, look, I'm about to do a lot of crazy pardons here. I'm going to manage the expectations by getting out and starting to pardon people. Everyone's going to say, oh, Trump's on a pardoning binge. He's Mr. Pardoner. He's the pardoner-in-chief. And so then when I go off and pardon all my closest buddies, plus sending the message to him, do not flip. Don't tell Mueller anything because no matter what he threatens you with, I'm going to pardon you. Right. So how does this relate? Well, you just said, we talked about a little. It, it, it relates in business. Dear listener, as a business owner, that's the lesson learned this week is you need to manage the expectations for any major change you're going to make. Start by doing a series of minor changes. That'll get everybody expecting, oh, look, they're raising prices. So let's say you ran a, let's just say a McDonald's, and their number one thing is a Big Mac. Well, and you want to raise the price of the Big Mac. Don't do that. The media is going to go crazy. Stories go crazy. They raise the price. Of the no, raise the price. Say, oh, big announcement. We're raising the price on the apple pie. You know, big announcement. We're raising the price on the sausage McMuffin. Like minor things. The salad. The salad. Do they still have it? The McDonald's side salad. We're raising the price by five cents. You know, oh, then the story's come. Oh, McDonald's is is doing a series of prices, and then you can explain it with the minor, meaningless things that no one cares. Oh, you know, costs are going up. We're paying our employees more now. We're giving them better health care. Blah, 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 so we're raising price on the apple pie. Well, a few months later, when you raise the price on the Happy Meal or the Big Mac, you've already explained why. Everyone understands. Everyone walks into McDonald's and sees big signs saying price raise on apple pie, and they get in their mind, prices are going up. And so when you now say Big Mac, prices raised, everyone just goes, yeah, I figured that was going to happen. And that's the response you want. Like Everett said, that's managing expectations. You want, whenever you make a major announcement, for people to actually believe it's minor and go, I expected that. And that only comes when you follow the lesson learned from Donald Trump here. You do a series of minorly, seemingly minor, innocuous changes first. Everyone in the frame of mind, oh, he's pardoning people. Then when you come out with the major pardons, they go, oh, yeah, sure, I knew that. Now, of course, what we also want to do is there are a whole slew of ways of managing expectations. That's a brilliant description of how they manage expectation with price. Some of the other ones are a little more advanced, so they have to go to the website. Lessons heard from DonaldTrump.com in order to get those. I'm telling you, if you like the price, the how to manage expectations with price, when you talk about how to manage expectations with employees, how to manage expectations with vendors, how to manage expectations with customers, it can revolutionize your business. It can turn it from a heartburn-inducing, stressful operation into an absolute delight to be around. That's how powerful managing expectations is. It's almost as powerful as the marketing tips we give that bring in more money. But if you get more money, but it just causes more stress, that's no good. So we want to go to the website, grab the advanced tip, because I promise you, it'll make all the difference in the world. It's a powerful, powerful tip and powerful, powerful information for you. And as always, we give it to you free. Just go to the website, lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com and pick it up. Yeah, and pardon me for not mentioning that. I don't know how that slipped by, but pardon me. And uh, we'll be back next week, pardon me, with another episode of the Lessons Learned, pardon me, from Donald Trump Podcast. Pardon me. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.